Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, live here in Dallas, Texas, living the good life show. Going to get right into it. It's a busy week for us all. We got our guru back with us from the Sports Gambling Podcast, Ryan Kramer. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing excellent. Uh, out, out in beautiful uh, Las Vegas, although not sunny right now. We got a little rain yesterday, but... Uh, you know, enjoying the the week that is, and uh, yeah, so stay, stay trying to stay hydrated out here in the desert. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, you know, speaking of a big week, I know you're really diving into March Madness uh, this week and so forth. But as far as the NFL is concerned, man, oh man, a lot of big moves. We're gonna get into it. Um, you know, it's hard to figure out where I want to begin, but let's just go right forward because right now I'm looking at a lot of you know, shakeups and movement. And and so far, the Texans, the Raiders, the Broncos, Saints, even our Giants, the Bears, and the Falcons have done pretty much the most out of all of the teams. Um, any of these besides the Giants really shock you right now or impress you at all? I mean, I think I'm intrigued by what the <clears throat> the Bears are doing. Obviously, anytime you see this kind of spending, you you kind of have to ra- you know drop your glasses a little bit, look down. Yeah, reminds me a little bit of the Jags last year, where um, you know, kind of franchise was getting uh, reset a little bit. Had some smarter people come in, look to dole out some of that free money, and and in a in a perfect world, what the Bears are doing is lining that money up to all kind of coincide with the Justin Fields rookie deal. So you're going all in for Justin Fields. Yeah. And if not, you're ready to reset uh, if it's time to take another quarterback. Uh, but to me, like as as a fan of the Giants, as, as a as a fan of team teams that have spent and not spent, I feel like the spending is always concerning because sure, it's fun to get a brand new toy, <laughs> but this is the time of year where we don't talk about what happens if it doesn't work out. And so I I think you know not to like crowbar in the Giants angle here. I think and I'm out in sunny or I'm out in Vegas, so the Darren Waller news is interesting because not only do they bring in a guy that's exciting, right? Like it's a oh I feel like we went and spent on something. It's a big six foot six receiving target with speed <clears throat> and. Then you look at the contract, and it's a one-year contract guaranteed. The next three years of team control are not guaranteed. So that's the kind of stuff I like to look at. Like, who's doing the smart stuff? Who's just shooting the the money out? And I will say this. One signing that really caught my eye that's probably not one everyone's talking about, Taylor Heineke signing with the Atlanta Falcons. You want to talk about a prediction right now. That guy is going to go in there, and he's going to find a way to beat out Desmond Ritter. And I think we're going to talk about Taylor Heineke as a starting quarterback next year possibility good for him though i think he's uh it's well deserved i i I still i'm still having nightmares with what they did over there in washington pulling him for carson wentz for that horrible that debacle of a game uh let's get into it i mean you talked about darren waller pretty interesting swap looks like it's basically a nice swap with the chiefs if you're looking at it uh from that scope uh no tony and you get waller you know, hopefully he's not as injury prone as we have seen in the last year or two. His first, what, Pro Bowl season was phenomenal. So maybe we get that for cheap. I don't know. Could be cool. Yeah, he's an interesting guy because you'll, you'll, people will point to his age. And you really have to dig in because he, you know, as as it's pretty public, he struggled with some, some drug problems early in his career and didn't really play much. Yeah. Didn't really have his first real, like, contributing season until uh, 28 years old. And so... Sure, uh, he's had a couple injury-riddled seasons, but I'll give you some inside info here. 
Uh, last season, he was expected to get traded out of this situation. Obviously, was not getting along with the coaching staff. And when that trade didn't happen, you can go look. He fired his agent. And the new agent comes in, and now the deal gets done. Um, some of the, a source on the, on the boots on the ground out in Vegas, uh, pretty confident this was a situation where the Raiders just don't don't like the coach. And there's a lo- number of vets in the same situation. So always fun to kind of think about the potential of a player who maybe wasn't he's a little disgruntled because, you know, quote, the system was very archaic and it, it wasn't a modern offense. Now he joins a modern offense. He joins a, 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 a coach uh, offensive coordinator combo that is able to scheme up Darren or uh, sorry, Bellinger running free. So the idea of having a guy like Darren Waller, a guy who still, even with his injuries and everything else was number two in air yards for tight ends per catch. So this is a guy that's going to stretch the field the way the giants maybe couldn't stretch the field last year. So I'm, I'm very excited. Obviously there's downside, but with the way the contract is structured, the downside is he, he gets hurt. Maybe we don't keep him. whatever it is, but there's no future guarantee. Yeah. I I actually think it's a phenomenal move. It just shows you Mr. Uh, Joe Shane and, and uh, the rest of his colleagues, if you will know what they're doing. You know, um, let's move it right along, though, because uh, Aaron Rodgers yet to announce, although let's be honest, I have a feeling he will be um, part of the AFC very soon, which makes me very happy. Hopefully with the Jets and that will be announced, you know, based on his, if you want to call hard suggestions or soft demands, whether you look at it uh, that way or not. I mean, the fact is, it just seems like he's going to get what he's requesting. Or he's just trying to hook up all his buddies with contracts on the Jets, and then he's going to retire. I, I mean, oh, it, it started as a joke, and it's like, okay, Alan Lazard, he's he's like a guy who's still in his prime. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, you give him you give him the same amount of money as as Jacoby Myers. That's a little interesting. Whatever. But to hear that Aaron wants Randall Cobb, uh, a dusted wide receiver who he's buddies with, to join the team, he wants Mercedes Lewis. Who who can forget? Mercedes Lewis and Maurice Jones-Drew came out of the same draft class, I believe, in 2006 out of UCLA. Maurice Jones-Drew has been on TV for a decade. Somehow, Mercedes Lewis still out there getting it done. He's on the demand list, or sorry, the wish list. And then our guy, Odell Beckham, also on the wish list. I don't know if he's looked at the Jets roster, but they have some pretty good receivers already. Yeah, uh, I, this this strikes me uh, as a as a, a New York fan. We've seen the Jets do this before, and so I, I can't imagine this is going to end well. And like you mentioned, as a fan of an NFC NFC team, it it just seems like everyone is leaving to go to the AFC. And so, you know, f- fun fact though, when you look at the AFC East now. You can really make some str- like. What if the, the the Bills have competition now? Or like, hey, the are the Patriots really going to be the worst team in this division by a wide margin? So yeah. I'm intrigued. All these quarterbacks run into the other conference, and honestly, I think the deal is going to get done. It sounds like right now what's what's holding it up is that the Packers are holding strong to their two first round pick demand, and so I guess once that gets gets worked out, and I think. Uh, March March 15th is the, the league year beginning. So I think we'll see a lot of official transactions that help inform this. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers, to, if you really think about the psychology, the psychology of what happened here, Aaron Rodgers goes to the Green Bay Packers where uh, a, a, a snotty asshole old veter- veteran, Brett Favre, holds him on the bench for years. He then makes a big dramatic exit to the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers 
keeps Jordan Love on the bench for all these years, and now he's making a dramatic exit to the Jets. It's almost like one of these uh, bad relationship with your parents where you turn out to be your dad. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it, but it, I don't know how it goes well. Um, rumors today, I believe, although maybe we all kind of figured that it would happen eventually, but the rumor is, is that they will, they mean people surrounding me right now in Dallas, the Cowboys will release Zeke. Now, I don't know. I mean, look at, he didn't have the greatest season, obviously, and certainly Tony Pollard has surpassed him in different ways. He did have, what, 860-plus yards, but he had, like, 12 touchdowns. I mean, is that enough to kind of sell himself to another team? Or is he done, you think? I mean, with the way that the league is treating running backs now, and, you know, you see a guy like Rashad Penny, former first-round pick. He's he's coming off his rookie deal, with had some injury problems, getting signed to a cheap one-year deal to the Eagle. You see the Austin Eckler. Unable to come to terms with the, the Chargers, and now he's requesting a trade. This is one of the most elite players That's in the crazy, league when it, when it comes to scoring. Wow. Wow. I think teams realize they just spending money on a running back for a second or third contract is just not a good investment. Now, with Zeke, we've been joking for years that he's been washed up. He he gained a bit too much weight. He wasn't wasn't the same player he was back at Ohio State. I think this move was just, unfortunately, uh, us as Giants fans or Eagles fans or Commander fans waking up from this dream. Hmm. And it, it, I think in our minds, we thought, well, Jer this is Jerry's guy. He's never going to get rid of Zeke. But in reality, the cost to keep Zeke is just too high. And when you look at the contract and you see that they can save $12 million and they are, are a cap-strapped team right now, it unfortunately makes sense. The problem is that the Cowboys don't often do the thing that makes sense. And so it will be sad to never see Zeke uh, jump into the Salvation Army bucket again. It will be sad uh, to never see Zeke uh, underperform and then have one good play and spoon into his mouth. I, I would say this. I think there's almost certainty that he's going to end up somewhere because he's, quote, a superstar and he's a veteran. So get him on the vet, vet minimum. Maybe, like, w would it surprise you if he showed up to the Chiefs? You know, like, would it surprise you? <laughs> they do if that he a lot. They do that. Exactly. Yeah. You, you show up to this where it's like you know the guy has the talent in there and maybe yeah. putting him around Mahomes and these other guys can help. So I don't think he's done, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to be a productive member of the National Football League anymore. All right, let me ask you. Um, let me ask you a question here. Um, gosh, this is crazy. But if they do in intend to release, actually release him, does is there a good possibility? I've been thinking about this, and I hate hearing this because I'm a fan. But they could easily maybe go after Williams now from the from the Lions, who's a free agent still. He hasn't signed anywhere else yet, right? I mean, I, what I want to know is I want to know how I love that guy. The Lions are letting him go. He he. From what I gather, he's a team leader. Mm -hmm. He's obviously good at football. We saw him do his thing in Green Bay, and yeah. we saw him do his thing in Detroit when he was never the top guy on the roster. He was never the bona fide number one. Yeah. All he did was go in there, run the ball hard, block well, and and, and be a, obviously a great locker room guy. If you didn't see his his uh, like last game interview on the sideline full of emotion, just how much he loved playing for this lions team. So to see the lions not 
go out and pay him, yeah. but instead choose to pay David Montgomery. It makes me think that Jamal Williams is about to get a decent contract. And if that's the case, yeah. then there's no way the Cowboys can afford him because they're okay. one of the teams that is a little bit strapped for cash. Uh, they currently have uh, per over the, the cap. They have 4 million in free cap. Now, a lot of that will be updated, but you know they just acquired a a, a, a hefty contract in Stephon Gilmore, uh, who could be a starting cornerback. So I I don't see it wouldn't make sense. Now again, the Cowboys don't often make sense, especially now that Jerry is getting in desperation mode. But mm-hmm. when you invest all the money franchising Tony Pollard, and you release Zeke, I don't think you're releasing Zeke to go make another. A splash they'll probably get someone on the cheap now i'll be very disappointed if jamal williams ends up going on the cheap to a team like the cowboys because well like you mentioned right? well love deserved. that guy yeah. that guy has all he's got a dog inside of him and I, I think any national football league team would be better with him uh, a couple more things here uh, you touched on obviously austin eckler which is shocking to me because i mean I, I consider him to be in the top five in the league right now as far as running backs and um, the fact that they can't agree on money means that either they don't have enough money to pay what he wants um, or, I mean, it can't be anything else. He seems like a great guy here that he's actually a good guy to be around in the locker room. So I don't know what the issue is. It's scary to know. but for Yeah, him. I mean, I honestly ha- I have had the fortune of spending some time with him too. And, and if you're in the fantasy football space, you would know Austin Eckler as like the first player that really made an attempt to like be a content creator you know, he he's you, you can find videos of him calling into fantasy football shows that have, you know, very few followers. He was just out there trying to get his reps, got to meet him at, at Media Row for the Super Bowl last year in Los Angeles. And I, I like as far as like a charismatic down to earth guy who plays football and also is really good at football. Uh, to me, this is this is uh, it, it's sad that the NFL has figured out that running backs backs aren't a good investment. It's sad that he's on a team that is notorious for being cheap and kind of, they do run a good team because they're they're hard in certain areas. And and I think this is just one of them. I think probably what happened here is Eckler realized like there's no chance they're signing me. So I need to get out of here. And I think wherever he's go, he goes. He's going to be a dynamic player. I mean, you don't score the amount of touchdowns that he's scored over the last couple of years. Yeah. And, and and by by not being a great player. And I think with the way the, the league is progressing and, and evolving, I mean, he you could argue he's the best receiving back in the league. And yeah. so I, I I would if I was a Chargers fan, I would be very worried what this team's going to look like without him. Geno Smith, is he worth seventy five million dollars? This is the problem with the middle class of the, the 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 quarterbacks in the NFL. They're such an important position. There's so few good ones that you end up overpaying for the fringe ones. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy G got a like a sixty seven million dollar contract from the Raiders. <laughs> uh, Derek Carr got a big deal from the Saints. So, yeah. uh, if you ask me, is Geno worth this? I say, you know, he had a great eight weeks last year. He he had a great eight weeks, and I, we were talking about by the end of the season, like, oh my goodness, I hope Geno can still get a starting job. And yeah. you no, know, I think in Geno's case, he seems to be a man who does care about loyalty, and and I think he cares that this Seattle team gave him this opportunity, and I think he realized also this is probably his best spot. He's going to be able to to play here. Maybe they bring in a young guy that he helps kind of be the bridge guy for, but now he's getting compensated for that. And so, you know, when you look at the contracts, he, this gives him like middle of the pack 
average annual value. So I don't hate it because it's probably where Gino should be. And if I'm a Seahawks fan, I love that they brought him back. I don't care about the contract. This guy has, I mean, when I saw him week one say, Hey, they all wrote, wrote me off too bad. I didn't write back I, immediately. I was like, I want this guy on my team, like for, for better, or for worse. And so I'm, I'm actually spending some time out here in Vegas with, with a, a West Virginia grad and, and I think the general sentiment is they're really happy because he was a great player. And if you remember, he kind of got ruined by the Jets. And so there is a little of that, like, it's it's good to see that he finally, he was a first round pick. People forget that. And it, it, it kind of, it's nice to see him succeeding on a team where the coach believes in him. And 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 for him to be the guy that followed Russell Wilson could couldn't have happened for more perfect. So happy he got the contract. I think that's probably the benchmark of like you're you're not really a starting quarterback that the team believes they can win the Super Bowl with if you're making less than Geno Smith. Who are some of the best uh, free agents right now? As we've seen a lot of transactions already uh, take place this week based on it's open season now. Um, you know, some of them just you know off the top of my head. I mean, I. I hate to say it, but yeah, I think I think Odell Beckham is a good prospect for someone out there. You got someone who maybe needs a tight end. Dalton Schultz has proven, I don't know how many years now, that he's top tight end in the league. Um, there's Bobby Wagner. I don't know if he's too old. What's your opinion? Who are some of the guys who just really stand out? Well, I think starting with the tight ends, I think you're seeing uh, perhaps we're waiting for the market to mature or whatever you want to call it. But it does seem like these guys, Dolan Schultz, Mike Gusecki, Irv Smith, the one dimensional tight ends who clearly have upside. They have the physical attributes that really excite you. They have the pass catching acumen that excite you, but they don't block so well. And it, I, I wonder if that's the trend here. Um, to me, I think the more interesting conversation is the receivers. Like you mentioned you have a decent a number of guys who are available. I wouldn't say any of these are top-notch guys, but Juju Smith-Schuster, Adam Thielen, to your point, Odell Beckham, even Paris Campbell, DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, our guy Darius Slayton. Yeah. These are all you know fringe guys who can be a number two receiver on a good team. And I, I think just in general... I'm intrigued to see where Adam Thielen goes. I, you know, I, I'm intrigued to see where Paris Campbell goes. I'm intrigued to see how much they get when J Jacoby Meyer signed for a little bit less than $12 million a year. I think it surprised people because he was the top dog and we saw how much teams have been overpaying or, or at least investing in wide receivers. So it kind of signals to me that the, the whole market is a little depressed. So I'll be curious where they go. It does make me hopeful. I've heard the rumblings from within the, the Giants uh, front office belly, and it does seem like they're going to be attacking this position next. And it does seem like they're waiting for Darius Slayton. I think that their first choice is Darius Slayton. And if he doesn't come back to the team and maybe they lowballed him because they guessed the market would be down and this is good for them. But I think they're. I think the Giants aren't done, and I think there's a number of teams that aren't done um, because I, I think you sign Adam Thielen to a reasonable deal, deal, and you're excited because sure he's not worth the 28 million dollar cap hit or whatever he was going to face in Minnesota, but is he still a good wide receiver who can get open? Uh, he. I just interviewed him uh, Super Bowl week, and I'll tell you, he's put together. And yeah, he yeah. he had he had a couple nuggets in there, basically saying like, yeah, I won't be back in Minnesota, but I'll be back, and so. I fully expected him to to show up with a random contender. Same thing, like perhaps he's he's been rumored to be a guy that could slide in at the last minute and join the Jets. He's been a guy who's been rumored to the the Chiefs, like everyone else. And so I I think he's a guy though that a good offensive coordinator is going to find a way to put Adam Thielen on the field because he just knows how to run around and get open. Shout out yeah. to a guy who was not even invited to a regional combine out of Minnesota State Division Two, I think. So good too. I love him. 
Uh, he's had a great story. And, you know, I could see someone like the Patriots, son, and they always like these guys, these older dogs who are just – they turn dogs into puppies, man. <laughs> it's, it's a right? great point. Right? Adam Thielen is a perfect Bill Belichick signing. It is. It just fits – it fits the narrative for the uh, for the for that team, the Patriots. Well, there's a lot going on. Um, I'm kind of like I'm giddy every time I get a notice on my phone. I'm like, oh, here comes another one. Here comes another one. It's that time of the year, man. I'm excited. Next week we'll meet again and we'll talk more about some of the things that took place. Very excited. Absolutely, go Giants. Enjoy Vegas. Take care, Ben. Thanks. There you go, ladies and gents. More to come live right here from Dallas, Texas. We'll be right back. Taking a look.